It's good to see you here this morning. and uh, Trust we're thankful for another opportunity to be in the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, I'd like to turn with me to the book of Luke. Let's go to Luke chapter 17. We'll begin reading in verse 11. Luke 17, verse 11. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he, as he, and as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Very familiar uh, passage and account that no doubt you're familiar with. I'd like to talk a little bit uh, this morning about thankfulness being thankful thankful here were 10 that were cleansed and one came back and it says in verse 16 he fell down on his face at his feet giving him thanks giving him thanks so he gave thanks he was thanking the lord for being cleansed from being a leper and the reason he says that he was giving him thanks is because he was thankful. All right? That's what moved him to return thanks and to give thanks was the fact that he was actually thankful. And those are two different things. One moves us to give thanks. That is, if we're thankful. Um, if we look at this, we're just going to look at a few verses relating to this Bible subject of being thankful. Um, the, there are those described in the Bible that are unthankful. Let's just look at a few places where it talks about folks that are unthankful. If we go to Romans chapter 1, Begin reading about verse 20, I believe. It says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their evil, foolish hearts were darkened. Here are some people who were 
unthankful. And the Lord, God Almighty, through the inspiration of the Apostle Paul, condemns them for not being thankful. Not being thankful. We could go over to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. Familiar portion of scripture. It says this know also that in the last, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful is in the list. Seventh on the list. All right, the list continues on. And if you want a good, uh, <coughs> just read all this and see how well that fits with society that we have today I mean you know uh, you could just you could just run the the, the list there both covetous boasters proud unthankful unholy despisers of those that are good just keep reading you, you can do that later this afternoon <clears throat> but unthankful is in the list being unthankful. Of course, we're commanded both to be thankful and also to give thanks. You said there's, there's, that's two different things, right? We're supposed to be thankful, and then when we're thankful, we're supposed to give thanks. Uh, if we look at a few verses, let's look at Psalms 100 first. Psalms 100. Says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastures. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. There's the command to be thankful unto him and also to bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. I mean, there's plenty of things right there that tells us why we should be thankful. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. His people for whom Christ came to save from their sins. Isn't that something to be thankful for? That he's our God and it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. And he's a merciful God. But he tells us there to be thankful. Let's go to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. He's, in the context here, he's, he's starting verse 12. He says, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies. This is telling us what we should put on. This is the dress that God's children, the sheep of his pasture, should put on. 
That is, as being the beloved, holy and beloved, as elect of God, we're supposed to put on bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. All these good things, how we're supposed to be living. And he says, and above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And then he says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which ye are, to, to which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. All right. So there's two passages. It says, be thankful unto Him. Be ye thankful. It's really a command. It's an imperative. God says we should be thankful unto him and bless his name but we're also to render because we're thankful we're to render thanks unto god if we keep reading verse 10 uh, verse in the colossians verse 16 after he says be thankful he says let the word of christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the lord and whatsoever ye do, do whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of, our, of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Now there he tells us we're to give thanks. Not only be thankful, we are to give or offer up thanks. In 1 Thessalonians 5, I think verse 19, it says, In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, give thanks. And we can look over and look over at 520 of Ephesians. says we're to be, to give thanks. All right. All these places. Let's just turn there. In Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5. This is a companion. You know that if, you've, if you're a Bible reader, you, you know there's a lot of similarity between the letters of the epistles to the Ephesians and Colossians. Here he says in 5.19, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So here we're supposed to give thanks. Be thankful and give thanks. Now, if you are like I am, we don't give thanks enough. Because, you know, one of the reasons is, is we take so much for granted that we should be thankful for. Every one of you walked into this building today on your own two feet, didn't you? We thankful for that? But do we often think about it that much? We kind of take things for granted, don't we? Every one of you, I think, have been looking at me. You got eyes to see, don't you? 
Not everybody has eyes to see. That's a great blessing. How would you like to be blind? I had a great uncle that was blind. I had people in my family that was blind, could not see. How thankful should we be? This is just the natural, some natural things, the blessings that we have. We walked in here today. You know, I've, I've got a, my son-in-law has never taken a step in his life. He's been in a wheelchair all his life. How thankful we are for the, let, let, just think of the things that we have in a natural realm. We can hear. You know, I ought to be thanking the Lord for all these natural blessings I have that I just take for granted, right? I can see, I can hear, I can walk. Now, I've got an ankle that doesn't work as good as it used to. I have startup pain, and I come out, you may have seen me limping along, getting going. But you know what? I'm thankful I can walk, despite the problems. And I've got these cheaters on called glasses, and my eyesight's getting worse and worse. Y'all kind of blurry right now. I had to get bifocals a few years ago. So I can see you clearly and see the book. All right? Well, you know what? I'm thankful for the invention of these cheaters right here. Shouldn't we be thankful? Because it lets me see. We have all kinds of things to be thankful for. We should be thankful and bless his name. A lot of times I'm not thankful for things until they're gone. And I don't realize what a blessing I had until that which I had was gone. All right? You folks out there, this isn't going to pertain to all of you, but got young folks here, younger. If you still have a father and mother living, that's a blessing. All right? All, we can, we just think about all kinds of things that are blessings that we receive from God and we should be thankful for those things. You know, the Bible says that, uh, let's just, you know, we could spend a lot of time just talking about the blessings that we have in the book of Psalms. Psalms 4, 8 says, I will both lay me down and in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. You know who keeps you safe at night? The Lord does. The Lord does. The Lord keeps us while we sleep. We'd be thankful to that. That he kept me through the night. If I wake up, well, I guess the Lord has one more day or at least part of the day in store for me. In him we live and move and have our very being. We're breathing God's air. We thankful for that? Well, you might not be thankful for the air you breathe until you 
you know, God forbid, get a bag put over your head or you get down in the water and you can't breathe. We could talk about all kinds of things, couldn't we? The breath, the breath that we have. Um, in him we live and move and have our very being. Let's turn with me to Luke. I mean, uh, first, let's turn with me to 1 Corinthians just for a moment. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. <clears throat> I'm just going to... Verse 7, there's a question that's asked. There's two questions, actually. He says, For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hast not received it? We can talk about a lot of things. This opens up a lot of ideas and thoughts right here. What ha- who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? You know, God gives various gifts to people. Abilities that we might have. You know, maybe God has given, you know, there's some good singers in this crowd, in this church. Well, God has given natural abilities for some to be able to sing better than others, right? And that's something we should be thankful for. Every good and perfect gift cometh from the fathers of of lights, it says in in James 1.17. God blesses us with gifts. He blesses us with abilities, all right? And we can, they can also bless us to improve abilities, but I'm talking about raw talents that you might have. We give thanks to God. Who may, what hast thou that thou didst not receive? It is God that hath made us. We saw oh, back in Psalms. It is he that, Psalms 100, we read it. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We're his people and the sheep of his pasture. See, I didn't make myself with abilities that I might have. God's blessed me with those things. He's blessed you with those things. We should be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord made us. We didn't do it ourselves. You know, God, and then then he goes on and he says, he says, for what hast thou that thou didst not receive? For if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hast not received it? Like, okay. You know, we like to take credit for a lot of stuff, right? If God's blessed you, you know, you know why Job had so much, so many things in life? He was the richest man in the East. is because Satan had it right. You've put a hedge of protection about him and you've blessed the works of his hands. And if God doesn't bless the works of your hands and the, and the, and the works of your labor, it's going to fail. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. You understand the concept? See, we're not just out here on our own, doing our own thing, making money and gathering goods unto ourselves and prospering in my job. He blesses the works of my hands. We could go to Psalm 75, verse 6. He says, promotion doesn't come from the east or the west, but God raises one up and sets another down. If you've ever been promoted as a, at a job, don't go thinking, oh, it's because I'm such a good worker and I'm just, you know, it's just all me. No. God has blessed you to be a good worker. 
All right? And he's blessed the works of your hands. But promotion comes from God. Even down there on the job. Don't, don't leave God out of it. Because in him we live and move and have our very being. We should be thankful unto him. Um, over in Deuteronomy chapter 8. God tells the children of Israel. Before they go into the Canaan's land. You know what he told them? He said, beware. Let's just go over there. Deuteronomy chapter 8. He gives them a warning. Not to be thinking that when they've got all these, you know, houses and lands and goods and all these things. That their heart be lifted up and think because, you know, that they somehow, you know, produced all these things. Let's turn with me to all right, let's, Deuteronomy chapter 8. So what we're talking about here is there are inducements to get us to be thinking the right things whereby we'll be thankful unto God and, thank, and, and give thanks unto Him. All right? What's an inducement? To realize that what hast thou that thou didst not receive? All right? We get these things from God. God blesses the works of our hands. We're not going about in this life just on our own, but God is an ever-present now. And he is guiding us along the way. Same was true with those children of Israel that came out of Egypt and into Canaan's land. He says in verse 11. No, actually, we have to start before that. Um... Verse 7 says, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land. I wonder if they were thankful for all this. All right? Keep that in mind. He says, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains, and depths that spring out of valley and hills. I mean, they're about to go into Canaan's land now, all right? They've been wandering for 40 years, and now they're about to go into the land. It says, The Lord's going to bring you into a good land. All kinds of water. There's land of wheat and barley, vines, fig trees, etc. Verse 9. A land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. You thankful for that? There's a lot of people in this world. They don't have, they don't know where their next meal's coming from. Most of us has got a refrigerator or a pantry with a little food in it, right? Not everybody does. Are we thankful? He says, you're going to be in a land, you're going to eat bread without scarceness. That means there's plenty. Thou shalt not lack anything in it. A land whose stones are iron and out of the hills thou mayest dig brass. But then he says in verse 10. He's given a warning here. He says, when thou hast eaten and are full. Then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. That means give thanks. Bless the Lord. Be thankful and bless his name. You be thankful for what you got. When this comes to pass. And bless the Lord that hath given you the good land which he hath given thee. Verse 11. Here's a warning. He says, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God. Do we ever forget he, we're breathing his air? We ever forget that we're, we that the things that we have are the blessing of God? He says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God and not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, lest 
when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein. And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied. He said, you beware when you're full, things are going great, you're prospering. You beware, lest what? Verse 14, Then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, which led thee through the great and terrible wilderness, who gave you, I'm paraphrasing, gave you water to drink, gave you food to eat. And you end up forgetting about all those things. In verse 17, he says, And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand hath gotten me all this wealth. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, I'm just so good. I'm just so great. The reason I got all these things and things are going good, I don't have any scarceness of bread. I've got all these things. Everything's multiplied. Everything's going great. And I've got all these things and it's because of me. That doesn't induce anybody to be thankful unto God. We have to realize those things come from God. Every good and perfect gift cometh from God. And he's telling them, you stay focused and beware, lest when you're full and everything's going great, you're lifted up in your heart and think that, you know, forget, forget about God and think, you know, it's just I'm so great. I got all these things. And thou say in thine heart, my power, the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. All right, here's the remedy. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. You see, it's the Lord that put them into position and gave them these things, you see. It's the Lord. That's why we should be thankful unto the Lord for all these things, you see. So we need to reflect. Sometimes we need to stop. Not sometimes. We need to stop our busy life. We got all too many things to do, right? Not enough hours in the day to do all the things we need to be doing. But don't forget God. It's God who's the one that supplies our every need. It's God that's taking care of us. He's actually, whether you realize it or not, he feeds the sparrows. He also feeds us. And we might not realize it until he turns it off and we're in want. Then we're saying, Lord, help. Lord, help. Let us be thankful unto him and bless his name. Be thankful unto him. And if you've understood anything I've had to say today, be thankful that you've got the mind to be able to understand the things of the book. You ever heard of Alzheimer's? Different things? Not everybody has a mind to even know where they are. Do you know where you are today? Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Many are the blessings of God we should, for which we should be thankful. May God bless you.